0: you guys you know those super cute colorful suitcases that all of the influencers post with on instagram those are from away travel who are actually presenting this week's episode away started with a perfect suitcase then built from there creating a range of necessities that you will need once it's time to start traveling again the pieces aren't just smart, they are thoughtful with features that solve real travel problems. To give the whole world access to better travel standards, Away took the direct-to-consumer approach to lower prices and the quality is guaranteed. Your Away suitcase will be with you for life. We are teaming up with Away and Podgo to give you the best deal on premium luggage by going to podgo.co slash Away. That's podgo.co slash Away. Away Travel, here to make your journey seamless. Hey, what's up, you guys? You are listening to the She's Going Places podcast. I'm your host, Taylor, and welcome back to another Wednesday. I am so excited for y'all to hear this episode. We dive into the Enneagram 3, just like we did for Enneagram 2s. This is the second episode of the Enneagram series, and guys, this panel was more than I could have ever asked for. These girls seriously rocked it. Huge thank you to Winnie, Mackenzie, and Emma Jo for just kind of stepping out and being super, super, super vulnerable. Um, Just to give you guys a little background on the Enneagram series, if you haven't listened to the Enneagram 2 episode, which I totally recommend that you do, but basically this Enneagram series is to highlight real people who are not experts on the Enneagram, just talking about their experiences with the Enneagram as a tool to help them reflect and grow in their experiences, and to just give you more light into the different personality types. And so, without further ado, not trying to make this intro long, enjoy the episode. Okay, do you guys want to introduce yourself?
1: Yes, of course. I am Winnie Folk, and I'm 21. And Taylor and I met sometime freshman year, really got to be good friends our sophomore year, and ever since then we've just been tied at the hip. Yep. <laughs> hey guys, I'm Mackenzie
2: Higginbotham, I'm a sophomore at Stanford, and I have the absolute honor of being <laughs> one of the roommates of the Taylor Cordy, so it's just been awesome to be able to live with her, she's literally the best.
3: No doubt. Um, <laughs> hey guys, I'm Emma Jo Robertson. Um, I'm 20 and um, Taylor is actually my Bible study leader. Oh, um, cute. ADPi, so that's really good stuff, but yeah.
0: Really good stuff. Well, I assembled this awesome group of Enneagram 3 ladies to dive into assumptions about Enneagram 3s. So we're just going to hop into the first question, which isn't an assumption, but I just want gut reaction. Do you like being an Enneagram 3? Yeah.
3: <laughs> okay, well, there are pros and cons, which is true of every number. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm.
2: But yeah. Do you
0: like it, yes or no? I say yes.
2: Yeah, I do.
0: I say yes. I take yeah. pride in being it. Uh-huh. I really do. Yeah, I, think yeah. It's a great I like telling team. people. Uh-huh. Like, got You're I number three. Got with three. Yeah. Yeah. Like, accomplished. Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. At least
0: I all <laughs> right. question. Is it the best type?
3: I don't think there is a best type. I would like to say a three is the best type, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But realistically, like like I already said, there are definitely pros and cons to all of them. Would I like to say
0: it is the best type? I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess it's so the best okay. type. <laughs> okay, last one of these starting questions. Do you tend to like other threes? Yes and no. I'll definitely
1: feel kind of like a little tension of, Okay, am I going to be the author? You can yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Yes,
2: absolutely. Okay? Yeah. And
1: sometimes it totally works and totally vibes, mm-hmm. but there are definitely some times where i felt a little bit, like... Competitive. Like, okay. Yeah. okay
3: You're like, how do we work? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. yeah.
1: So yes and no.
2: Yeah, I would say probably the same thing, like... There's the type of threes who are willing to run people over to succeed, yeah, and then the type of threes who like like to succeed but not at the expense of others. And the type mm-hmm. of threes that run people over, I tend to have a little bit of an issue with.
0: Yeah, there. I was gonna say I was like, no, I don't get along with threes. And meanwhile, I have three of like my <laughs> sweetest friends. Are here. So I was like, mm, maybe that doesn't work anymore. Who's gonna tell her? Who is gonna tell her? Okay, first assumption. You are competitive.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Kenzie, you can take this one. (laughs) Yes, I'm super competitive. Uh, Definitely comes out when I play sports. I always have to kind of rein it back a little bit. Um, In high school, I was kind of like the type of like have to make perfect grades and like have to one up the other people Mm -hmm. around me. I'm not proud of that. but Yes, definitely very competitive.
3: I'm honestly not that competitive. That's interesting. Probably, wow. that, yeah, that's probably like the the Yeah, part I could tell it pickleball
0: the other day. That I yeah, mm. like I least <laughs> relate to that.
3: But honestly, I would say where my competitiveness comes out is like socially. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I'm like yeah. socially competitive. Like I don't really care about like sports or that kind of thing or like even like financial competitive you know what I mean? Like I don't care about my position, but like socially,
0: yeah, that's important to me.
3: You know? Yeah. So
0: Okay, next one. You are an overachiever and workaholic.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: I mean, you're not wrong. And, you know, I think in regards of overachieving, it's it comes from a root of not wanting to be better than other people. You know, this is for me personally. Um, but of wanting to be better than, than I think I can be. Mm-hmm. And, and wanting to go the extra mile... And a lot of that comes down to the overachieving. I don't think I'm necessarily a workaholic. I think I've really taken a lot of time and work in myself to grow through that and to learn to balance when to work and when to have fun and when to move forward, like things like that. Um, but that's definitely been a challenge. And it's definitely mm-hmm. very tempting to like, that's my first MC. If I'm bored, I'm like, well, I guess I'll do homework.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Me
2: too.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I would definitely
2: say, um, I am definitely an overachiever and I can tend to be a little bit of a workaholic because for me, it's kind of like, if I can do it, why wouldn't I? But That's something that I've had to learn. is like, you have to take time to yourself. It's not all about like the next goal and the next Mm. thing. And that's something Mm. I always have to kind of check my heart on is like, am I doing this just to be able to check this off my list and say that that was a success Am I doing this because there is importance to what I'm doing? Right. So
0: what I like to say is that Enneagram's F Enneagram 3's F word is failure. Mm-hmm. That's like <laughs> like my F word. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And so my follow-up to our overachievers and workaholics is how far have you gone to avoid failure? Or to like avoid being perceived as failing? Because, like, I will go extreme lengths just to the point of being, like, so I didn't fail this. Like, all of a sudden, it doesn't even matter, like, about the substance of it. It's like, Mm -hmm. this didn't go well, and, like, that can't happen. So how do I, like, do you guys have any specifics there of, like, maybe something funny and light before we get a little deep?
1: (laughs) See, the thing is, I think my first instinct, if I think I'm going to fail... Like, I won't do it.
0: Okay. No, yes. yeah. I won't yes. do it. I'm yeah. like, yeah. if I'm
1: not going to be... Or, like, even with sports, if I'm not
3: going to be good at it. Yes. Dead oh! Dead yeah, yeah. No, way. No, way. Literally, there's Pickle ball. Ball. Pickle ball. Yeah, no way. Pickleball. Yeah, that's what I said. Right. I will not give it my all because I know I will not be good, and yes. I do not have time yes. to yeah, accept no. that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> <And> I'm <laughs> trying to process third arm.
0: <laughs> no, for real, like, I... Even currently, like, if someone asks, like, for example, spike ball's a big thing right now, and, like, I've only played, like, now officially three times, Mm -hmm. and the idea of playing spike ball with a new group of people... On the quad "Mm -hmm." for other people to watch? No. I'm like, like, no, I need to go sit alone and master this (laughs) for, like, a month. Before yes. we start bringing this out in public, because I absolutely. cannot be bad at something, no. so I, th- I definitely think that that's like a better like, or like just like avoiding going to something at all mm. costs if you know that you won't be good yes. at something. Yep. Yes. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And, and I feel like to that to, to me, like we're talking about that, and I'm like, of course, like if you're gonna be bad at something, don't go. Why would you go? It's not like, fun. The people listening are like, you have we got to be, be. They're gonna be like Taylor canceled on me for spiteful. <laughs> <laughs> She said she was busy. I wasn't busy. And not only things I even like,
1: like I really like spike ball. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just not very good at it. Yeah,
2: yeah. I remember my mom made me play basketball my seventh grade year, and I suck at basketball. Uh Like it was not my sport. Volleyball's always been my sport. And I remember it was literally the second practice and I was so fed up with being bad. I think I started crying. Like I was just so <laughs> mad. I remember my coach walked over to me. He's like, "Mackenzie, you're being ridiculous. It's your second time ever playing basketball in your life. You're not going to be the best one out here, but that's just like I feel like an example of like the threes like oh I just have to be perfect at mm-hmm. everything." Yeah. It's like, you got to give yourself time
3: for something human. Sorry. Um I saw a post one time that was like talking about Enneagram threes and it was like, okay, Enneagram threes, like I have a challenge for you to try to invest in something like, you know, you're not good at and keep trying Mm. until you're actually good at it. And I was like, the thought of like continuing to (laughs) invest in something that I'm awful at. Like, no, thank you.
0: (laughs) Could not be me. Okay. Next one. You have huge goals, aspirations, and dreams. Yes,
3: I do. I think I do. And I think a lot of times it's like, I have I have so many different ones that it's hard to mm-hmm. see like decide which one I want to pursue because obviously I want to be successful in whatever I do, and so it's just hard to choose like one to invest mm-hmm. in. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I would definitely say that's true of me.
2: Yeah, I would say the same thing. Um- I feel like I have this checklist in my head of like, okay, yeah. I want to get married. Mm-hmm. I want to have a family. Yeah. I want to be a PT, possibly own my own practice, then maybe go on to teach as a professor one day <laughs> or go abroad and serve as a PT. But it's like, I have all of these goals that I want to meet in life,
3: you know, whether yeah. that
2: happens or not, uh-huh. we'll see. Yeah. Um, but yes, I feel like I do have big aspirations.
1: I feel like I actually, you know, maybe in the same boat as you, and Joe if there's so many things that I want to do and I feel like I have to pick the right one. Yeah. I yeah. have to pick the one that is made for me, that yes. I'm gonna be the best at, that I can excel at. Yeah. But therefore I you know, then I get scared of well, what if I pick the wrong one? Right. Yeah. yeah. So then I'm just like, well I just won't have the same thing. I just wanna have dreams at all.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um interesting.
1: And you know, as a junior you really get to a point of, Come on, sister, it's time to decide <laughs> what you're gonna do after after college next year. Yeah. Um so really been working through that and it's hard to really Kind of put myself aside and try and think of it's just the next step, mm-hmm. you know. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be my dream job. Like right. that's a big. i feel like, oh, mm-hmm. dream jobs. Like, yeah, it may not be right after yeah. college. It probably won't be. and That's <laughs> fine. Yeah. Right.
0: yeah. My only note on this, and I'm not going to even explain myself, but when I was 16, I made a 50-year plan. Okay, okay. Sure. that it does not really surprise okay. me. Okay. In the slightest. I'm no not even 50 i planned into me being 80 years old as a grandma
3: what <laughs> is that a 74
0: year plan right. typed out google doc <gasps> of course highlighted color coded oh the my list. gosh the list upon list <laughs> upon list anyways i'm not going to explain myself whatever <laughs> do you draw energy from your successes and do you think they fuel you I
3: think they used to, but I think this is, I'm. This can be either good or bad. I don't think I've decided yet, but they're just not enough anymore. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I'll do something, and it's like, oh, okay, on to the next thing that I have to achieve. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. It's like, mm-hmm. it's never fulfilling enough. And obviously, it's because like that fulfillment's supposed to rest in Christ and not in my accomplishments. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's not fulfilling. But no, I don't feel like I gain this like deep. I mean. Honestly, I might because I keep pursuing it, obviously. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I don't feel like it's um, super fulfilling. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I would say like small energy, like little bursts. Like after I succeed in something, it's like, oh, yeah, then it's like on feel top great. of the world. Right. Sometimes. I feel like I'm on top of the world. And then it's like you said, it's like, oh, on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. And looking back, it's like, oh, that only fulfilled me for like a temporary set amount of time. Because like you said, Mm -hmm. our identity is not supposed to be in our successes, but found in Christ. Yeah. So I've kind of had to realize that about myself. It's like, okay, well, that's awesome that I succeeded at that. But that's not where I should place my identity.
0: Mm -hmm. You love to talk about yourself. I love to talk in general. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, I wish y'all could see us in this room. We're kind of like making eye contact, of being three threes on the couch. Three threes All right, right who's gonna? Good. Who's got? It? So, <laughs> I like it. It's fine. Um, but I do think that that's something that I've really had to like challenge myself with, of gen- like really genuinely like I want to know you mm-hmm. and like who you are. And not being, like, you say something and then, then I get to say something about myself. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, I want to genuinely be interested in you. Um, And, like, there's totally times that I catch myself being, like, Winnie, oh, my gosh, be quiet. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're just talking yeah. about yourself. And I'm, like, I'm the funniest person ever. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. So, yes, but I I don't necessarily think that's a – a great quality. Yeah. As a three. I mean no threes have a lot of bad qualities. <laughs> yes. We're gonna hop into no all No doubt. No doubt.
0: you were shaking your head now about you love to talk about yourself. Do you want to talk about that? Well, first
2: of all, Winnie, I feel like you're very good at inviting other people to talk. I always feel like you're always Aww, asking me. Affirmation. Like, oh so that, yeah. Can, no, you're really that. That. Um, you. you know, that was my gut reaction, but now that I think about it, like I love to talk about like my family. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I love to talk about yes, my family. I um, and I think I like to talk about, like, my experiences, but, like, I hate – you know the questions, applications, like, it's like, tell, tell me, me about, about your strengths. Yeah. Oh. I hate that. I feel like mm-hmm. I'm being prideful or boastful, mm-hmm. but, like, I love to talk about what's going on around me, I guess, mm-hmm. I'm interested in, but, like, not – I don't like to boast about myself.
0: Okay. I guess. That might be debunking something about threes. I Maybe I just have nice threes on the couch. Next. <laughs> you are status seekers.
3: Oh 100%. Mm, yeah. Like I like I just just yep. going to be
0: honest. Yeah. I would love yeah. to say no,
3: but that's actually something that I've been learning a lot in college. Like I um grew up in a smaller town and so um I think a lot of times without realizing it, my intentions behind forming relationships were to increase my status and the amount of people mm. that knew me. Mm-hmm. And coming to college, it's like super humbling because I mean, yeah, I might meet a person and that's another person that knows me. Okay, awesome, mm-hmm. but like realistically, popularity is just not a thing in college mm-hmm. and um I don't know that's been really really humbling and like changed my mind about my intentions um but I think I'm always aware of my status um whether I like that or not um, yeah. but I would like to work on that for sure
1: I think I would actually disagree on the one thing about <laughs> I think I think popularity can definitely play into college life and I mm-hmm. think it looks different than high school okay um But I definitely think it's real, and I think it's there, and I think it's still, popularity is just the idea of a status above another, Mm -hmm. Um, and I think there can definitely still be some vibes of that. Like, I really found myself following that freshman year, of it was just a game of how many people can I know? Mm -hmm. How many? You know, how many people can I say hi to in Ben Brown on my way to class? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that was like, yep, I know Mm -hmm. lots of people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But I really found myself in a lonely place, in that... And realized I was so concerned with knowing enough people and being so known that I wasn't actually known like what's going on with me mm-hmm. and who I am and really yeah. some close friends, which I think now I look at my life and I think COVID has also played a role in that. Of I've got some really great friends who know a lot about me and I'm a lot more content with that mm-hmm. than I would have yeah. ever been.
3: Yeah.
1: And I
0: really love that. Taylor's one of them. She's great. Thanks. <laughs> 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 okay. You Going into that of you saying, like, it was just how many people, how many more people. You cannot be praised enough, and you're always left wanting more.
2: Absolutely. Like, there's this, I don't know who says this, but um, I remember hearing this quote where it's like, I can receive one hundred different praises, but the one negative mm-hmm. thing that's said, mm-hmm. I will focus on that one negative thing and disregard all the positive. Yeah. It's like nothing mm-hmm. will ever be enough. I'm always looking to like, you know, mm-hmm. succeed more, work on this more, continually like, yeah. you know, build upon it. Um, and that's something like, you know, we were talking about earlier that I definitely have to check myself and be like, why am I always seeking more in this? Mm-hmm. Like, is it for a good reason or mm-hmm. is it for people to like me so that my image is better Mm -hmm. or whatever. So it's always something I have to
1: think about. Definitely goes back to the little burst of satisfaction. Uh Mm You know, one more person likes me. One more person says something nice about me. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's all, it's all temporary. Right. And we can't rely on that to fulfill us.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, the reason why I specifically, when I was doing research for this episode, why I wanted to include that is a lot of threes have said that and we'll lead into this question of do you wish people praised you more so wait I'll let you guys answer that first before I explain why I have that do you think you need more praise than you already get
3: this is a really like weird thing to think about but when you said that I kind of like thought about I wish and I guess I wouldn't know but I wish more people would like praise me behind my back you know what I mean of like I wish people would like I want to be that girl that, like, when you walk away from a crowd, people are like, oh, wow, like, she's so fun. Like, she's so <laughs> cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, I don't think I necessarily know how to take a compliment or, mm-hmm, like, say it. I don't – like, I want to appreciate it but also not seem prideful so it just right. feels awkward. But, like, the yes. idea that someone yes. could, like, <laughs> like, rave about me while I'm gone, like, that's attractive to me. Yeah. So um, not necessarily that, like, I can't get enough. But, you know, I just like the idea of that.
0: Well, the reason I wanted to put that in there is because threes in general have said that they don't feel like they get enough praise. And on the other side, where, like, maybe parents were in this research study, they were saying, like, my kid is so confident they don't need it. Or, like, Mm -hmm. my friend is, like, doing so great on her Of course she knows that she's crushing it. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, for a three, like – the amount of praise, like, you never get, like, a cap, at least for me personally, like, when you guys are saying, like, oh, it makes me feel awkward, I don't, if I'm being honest, I don't think it makes me feel awkward, like, I don't, I can't imagine, maybe we should do a social experiment and tell everyone to praise (laughs) me for a day, and I'll let you know if it gets to be too much, but, like, I can't imagine, like, ever feeling, like, too flooded with compliments,
2: I think for me the difference is like if it's a genuine compliment oh, or yeah. if it's flattery. Okay, yes, mm-hmm. because that's true. Like the oh my gosh, you're so pretty, you're so but like I can't handle that. Like yeah, the yeah, okay, that's good. Flattery kind of compliments, but if it's like a genuine compliment, like mm-hmm. I always say, when you always ask this question, like what's oh. the best <laughs> compliment that you've ever received? Like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. kind of praise mm-hmm. that really fills me. Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Actually, mm-hmm, that's yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
1: I think my mom would totally say that if you mentioned how parents are like, my my kid doesn't need it. Not necessarily that, but she would be like, oh, she's so confident. Mm -hmm. Like I'm actually really insecure about Mm -hmm. a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And I think that's part of my image that I try to give people is like, I am confident. I'm secure in who I am, which on some days that is so true and that is Mm -hmm. great. But on a lot of days, that is not true at all. Yeah. but I think that that's another, in this maybe be a, in your podcast later, but I think it's another misconception is that we are so, so
0: confident. Okay, that... I'm going to stop you right there because our next question is, <laughs> are you really as confident as you appear? <laughs> no, no. No, we <laughs> no. Winnie not. just take over the podcast, why don't you? <laughs> no. okay.
2: um, I was actually reading this Enneagram thing, and it said for threes, that um, you know, we can be taken as super prideful because we just state things as facts, or mm-hmm. like it seems yeah. like we state things as facts. <laughs>
3: so, <laughs> do so that. like, we do that. We
2: do, but and I guess that's kind of the confidence that bleeds out. But it's probably because we want somebody to affirm us and be like, mm. "Yeah, yes,
0: good
3: and point." Like, good point.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay,
3: like yeah. yes, so like I was right. <laughs> right. Like ah, that's true. Like, yeah, yeah, it's
0: yeah.
1: Yo, my mom used to tell me. When I was little, if I wanted something like if I wanted to go to Disney World, I would start telling my family, like my brothers, like, "Hey, we're going to Disney World next week." <laughs> <laughs> like, Manifest it. <laughs> I've I I enough confidence; it will happen.
0: Ah, that's oh, amazing. <laughs> that,
1: that is so me. funny.
0: <laughs> okay, not to change the lighthearted. You're fine. <laughs> okay. You are vain. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, vanity and being very vulnerable and honest, vanity is definitely something I struggle with. Um, and that feeds into my insecurity.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um,
2: and it's like, I have this ideal in my mind, like, this is what I want to look like, or this is what I want people to perceive me as Mm -hmm. and dead gummit. I'm going to become that if it kills me. Mm -hmm. And like, I think that's like that kind of always striving for more kind of thing, but that's. Again, that's vanity. Like, why? Why do I want to be that mm-hmm. ideal? And that's something that I really have to search my heart for. Is it because I want people to view me this way and like me? Then that's not fulfilling. That's mm-hmm. not what Christ calls me to be. Um,
1: so, yeah. Vanity, vanity is definitely something I struggle with.
0: Yeah. Me too, girl.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right there with you. Yeah, And I really you know, I've really, one of my big kind of things I've been really learning about is the idea of taking thoughts captive because mm. it's not necessarily that I'm saying things that make me seem all prideful, <laughs> but it's, I'm thinking them. Yes. yes. And actually. that's just as harmful. Um, and just as dishonoring to those people and to the Lord. And so I've really done a lot of like work and tried to study what it means to take those thoughts captive. And I'm by no means perfect at it, but mm. to literally be able to take that thought of like, even if I'm in like a group project and I'm doing all the work, I'm kind of like, you're this, this, and this, and I make all these assumptions mm. about other mm. people, but I don't know anything about them, and I assume yeah. that I'm better because yeah. of that. I assume that I'm better than other people, right? Um, and that's yeah, it's you know, it's hard to admit and it's hard to say, but I think that's something we need to talk about because I think an awareness of it is important, yeah. And I think that matters to talk about.
0: Okay, I'm gonna read a statement, and instantly, you guys are gonna be like, Well, no, of course not, but I like. Just do a serious evaluation and see if this sometimes happens. Presentation is more important than substance.
3: A hundred and ten percent, yes. I think mm-hmm. yes because I think that's also like one of the main differences between a one and a three. Mm-hmm. Is like ones want to make sure that it's like accurate it's and correct and, right. and it's right, mm-hmm. and threes are like if it looks accurate. Whatever. I don't really As long as it looks good from the outside, I will cheat my (laughs) way to insurance. You know what I
0: mean? So, yeah. No, it's true. Like, if you think about, like, a business proposal, like, the difference between, like, a one and a three is, like, they want to make sure their research is perfect, and threes will just talk out of their butts and just sell. (laughs) And then it goes so much better. And they're just like, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And so with that idea, like, transitioning maybe more so into, like, when you're, like, talking to someone, like, do you ever, like, find yourselves, like, you know, everyone knows the three as like a performer Mm -hmm. and we'll get into like that idea super soon, um, about this idea is like, if I present myself in a certain perfect package, like what's actually going on behind this perfect package doesn't really matter. Yay. Nay. How do we feel?
1: Are you saying that in regards of, is that what I'm thinking about myself?
0: Or just, like, because it's hard. I mean, everyone here can sit here and say, no, like, my substance matters. Because Mm -hmm. I would say that. Yeah. But I mean, like, on a, like, a daily basis, like, where does your value go to? And, like, if you had to make a quick choice. Like, if you're, like, put under pressure and, like, put under the spotlight. Am I going to be 100% honest? Or am I going to be, like, no, everything's perfect going on in my life. Mm -hmm. I feel like I do this thing where I do, like, pretty vulnerability. You know what I mean? Yeah.
3: (laughs) No, it's so true. Like, I'll be like, really, how are you doing? And I'm like, you know, like I'm doing okay. I'm definitely like walking through a lot with the Lord right now. And I'm just like process And like, yes. bro, come on! You ain't walking with the Lord through it. You're being, you're not, you're not healthy right now, girlfriend, and that's
0: okay. But
3: like, so I don't know. Maybe that's just like, that's even feeding into more presentation.
0: That, is, that was but yes. so, I do it so good. I
3: gotta work on that. Anyways, yes. yeah,
0: the fake <laughs> vulnerability. Oh, okay, so okay. Once again, mm-hmm. don't take the podcast from me.
1: <laughs> is it hard for grief. you
0: to be vulnerable?
1: Truly vulnerable? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I will 110% give you, give you what yep. you need to hear. Yeah. So that you can feel comfortable to share. And that you think I'm your best friend in the world. Not,
3: guess, no. I'm, I'm doing like, this no, because no, I agree. It's true. Yeah. Someone said. I was like, gosh, totally no. sounds terrible. But
1: also, you know, you know, I, it's hard because out there, I genuinely want people to feel comfortable around that. Yeah. Yeah. year.
0: But it's like, I'm but, not ready to share. I don't want them to
1: have something on me. Like, there are things I've shared with Taylor that took me like two years uh-huh. to yeah. be like, yo, girl, this is where I'm at. Yeah. And it's messy. Yeah. It's messy because I don't want to be messy. Yeah. And right. I don't want people to know uh-huh. that maybe right. folk. Is a hot mess. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. know you can't. You're like here first. Literally,
0: my sub question for this is like, have you ever faked vulnerability? And everyone's like, oh, everyone's like oh, I do that all the time. It's <laughs> so bad. Yes. Um, but yeah, but I also I'm gonna interject here for someone who's listening and being like two obtuse. Threes are horrible. Like listening to this dialogue. <laughs> Honestly, we're being really so honest. We're being no, okay, that's, that's the disclaimer <laughs> I'm gonna put here is like everyone here is being extremely honest and transparent, and yeah. you like yeah. that's an I think an attribute of three, which is like where I'm saying vulnerability. Like you guys are right. genuinely being vulnerable right, right now, Thanks. and they're doing it to this like. Is not pretty. Yeah, this is not pretty. Not pretty no. Literally, this is like the hey, worst. Guys, don't think differently of me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm still a pretty package <laughs> bow. Guys, don't think yeah, I need to. Don't worry less. about it, okay? But they're they're really doing it for y'all's benefit. For a, if you're a three to like feel really understood, but yeah. if you're not a three to like get inside the head of a three. So just. Right. Mm-hmm gauge that like people are we're being like brutally honest yeah no doubt no doubt yeah okay i'd
1: like to say we're nice people
0: yeah no and that's my (laughs) disclaimer: is i'm sitting here with three high quality girls stop that i'll blush (laughs) okay next you struggle to perceive your own feelings Oh, my gosh, yeah. <laughs> I'm scared.
3: There's this on the Enneagram app. Go get the Enneagram app if you don't have it. Really good, really good stuff. Anyways, I – well, three is, like, major sin or whatever is deceit. Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of times, like, something will happen and I'm like, don't even worry about it. Like, I'm fine. And also um, something else that I was going to say that the app talks about is, like, um, feeling, like, confined by – um like expectations for close emotional connections with people. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, Yeah. I think I sometimes just like, like you said, it's hard. It's not that I don't want to be vulnerable, but it's hard for me myself to understand my feelings and be true and authentic with myself about what I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. And then to like express that to others is also just like a whole nother layer. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, that was a lot to take in anyways.
2: Yeah. A lot of times, like maybe I'll be able to perceive my feelings and like, Feel that you know I'm really upset or I'm really stressed out, but what threes tend to do is they'll feel it and then they just stuff it, and mm-hmm. it's like yep. I don't have time for that. I have to get on to the next thing. Yeah. We'll deal with that later, but then it never gets dealt with, mm-hmm. and so it just keeps on building and building mm-hmm. and building until you just blow up. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um. So yeah, I, I would say I I feel my feelings, but I stuff them mm-hmm. a lot of the time. Yeah. Feelings
1: get put on the to-do list.
2: Yeah. Mm, Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, a word. A
0: word.
1: Someone hashtag that. That was good. That was
0: good. I think for me, this is probably my, like, quirky part of being a three is I think (laughs) – Me, personally, I'm a lot better with my feelings and emotions, but that has come from me going to, like, such a far extreme at such a young age of, like, not dealing with any emotions, like, almost to, like, an extreme taxing toll, like, while, like, going through some things. And so... I've gotten to a point now, it's, like, well, once I got into a relationship, it was, like, no, honey, like, you are going to, like, ruin a good thing if you don't get, like, your emotions in check. Like, if you're not able to communicate how you're feeling properly or even comprehend yourself how you're feeling, like, mm-hmm. you're about to waste this boy's time, your time, ever. like, right. and so it was kind of like a put on your big girl panties and, mm-hmm. like, start dealing. And so I think I'm pretty in tune Everyone here is, like, yeah, I've seen this girl cry, like, a hundred <laughs> times, like, the yes, couch, baby. She knows. No, the cry couch. That's <laughs> really uh-huh. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you are a chameleon.
2: Absolutely.
0: 100%. Okay, before you get started, I'm going to read this quote in case someone is not know what the chameleon is. Or you don't know what a chameleon you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Okay. A chameleon is an animal that changes colors in case anyone was wondering. Anyways, <laughs> Next.
2: Yes. So that's literally like the three is known as the achiever slash the chameleon. And like Emma Jo said, the defining sin of the three is deceit, which sounds horrible. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like we intentionally go around lying to everybody. Mm-hmm. And again, I think chameleon can be a good thing and a bad thing. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. as a good thing for me to be a chameleon, I feel like I can connect with all sorts of people mm-hmm. because yes. I have a lot of different sides to myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like you said, like your your dreams, like trying to pick which one because you want to pursue all these different things. I feel like that comes with being chameleon. It yeah. can also be a bad thing when I'm put in situations where it's like all new people and I want them to see me a certain way and I want them to accept me and to like mm-hmm. me. So I'm like, okay. Like I heard Brene Brown um, talk about threes. And she said it was like you had a note card on your forehead that said, how am I doing constantly? Uh, oh, what oh, what wow. person do I need to be? To uh-huh. make you like me and accept me. Yeah. And I feel like that's something that threes across the board just struggle mm-hmm. with. Is yeah. Who am yeah. I to you? Uh-huh. Like, who Who do I have to be for you to accept yeah. me?
0: Okay. Here's a quote. It says, whatever the job requires, they become it. Whatever mm-hmm. they think society mm-hmm. admires, they become it. Mm-hmm. Whatever their lover expects of them, they perform it. They will reflect whatever group they are in and change their persona as each role requires. And there was an emphasis on these like roles where it's just like you're this type of friend or you're this type of student and then you're this type of daughter and you're this type of girlfriend. And it's like you almost have this like knob where it's like ding, ding, ding. And there's 27 different tailors and it's just like we can you can get anyone. And then a really interesting thing is that it said threes typically don't like their friend groups to mix because they're different people in all yeah. of them. Yeah. yeah. When you fall, would you like to speak on this one?
1: Yes, Taylor, I would love to.
0: <laughs> so first to talk all, about this. first
1: of all, you know, I'm total chameleon. Mm-hmm. I'll be who I need to be. And mm-hmm. you know, it's pros and cons. Mm-hmm. Um in regards to friend groups, this has been a big I don't want to say issue because that's not the word, it's but it's there, you know? Mm-hmm. And I've been that way since freshman year. Freshman year, I really bounced around different groups, but I never really felt a part of one. Mm -hmm. I was such a floater. And now I'm actually in this place where I feel like I'm a part of some different groups, but I'm really a part of them. Mm -hmm. And it's almost even worse. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because I battle so much. Even, you know, I I was telling Taylor, I really want to take a trip to Memphis but I've got all these different people that I want to go, but I'm like, yeah, but I don't want them all to go together. That's weird.
3: <laughs> yeah. You're like, God forbid, <laughs> that's they mix. And I think- Who am I going to be if they're all there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: And I think some of it comes from this, this part of me that if I bring people together, I feel responsible mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for them yes. getting along. And if yeah. they don't get along, I've messed up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I failed. Mm-hmm. I failed. If they don't get along and get together and love each other as much as I love both of them.
3: Mm-hmm. Right. Um and it also reflects on you in a way I'm yeah. like oh wow like she hangs out with this girl I don't yes. really like yes. her yes. and then you're like yes, oh yes, gosh yes. wow
1: Dang, messed up again yeah. yeah and I don't want that I'm so afraid yeah. of that it comes right. from fear it yeah. comes from a real root of fear and it comes yeah. from a root of pride yeah um so yeah I'm really sensitive about that and I think this year we've had like I've had a little bit of that is every time mm-hmm. like and I'm like I'm always so nervous <laughs> <laughs> um but also really trying to learn. Well, who am I, like, what's coming out in this friend group and what's coming out in this friend group? And do I feel like I can be the same person with both? Mm -hmm. Like, what's the root of the problem? And I think for me, it really is that responsibility of them liking each other because that reflects on me. Yeah. Can I talk about
2: my Enneagram crisis? Yes. Yes. That has to play into this. (laughs) So I had a little bit of an Enneagram crisis this year where I thought I was a two, um, but after some digging, you know, obviously I wouldn't be on here if I wasn't a three. She's a three. I'm confirmed. a three, Four confirmed. Three. Yes. Um, but I realized it was because, like we were talking about chameleon, like I wanted people to see me as a two yeah. because, like y'all talked about on the Enneagram Two episode a few weeks ago, like. I feel like Christian culture, Mm -hmm. like you grow up thinking that you're supposed to be the helper and like help everybody and like be the person that people come to with their problems and you're Mm -hmm. there for them and you're the shoulder to cry on. And I think as a three, I was chameleoning, I Uh guess that's the verb, as a two. Because I wow. wanted people to see me that way. But then after looking at it and looking all at all the ugly things of a three, I was like, ooh, yeah, I do that. <laughs> that that okay. deep. All right, yeah. <laughs> so,
0: yeah. It's the gross stuff that really sinks you down into your yeah, type.
2: definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: okay. You find your worth in the things you do.
1: Not anymore. Hmm. And it's not, It's but the thing is, it just switches. You know, it's not necessarily, mm-hmm. like, I know where my worth should be found. I know that it should be found in the Word and the word right. that he has given us and that we are a child of God and that is our identity. Um, but, you know, there's a big difference in knowing the truth and being able to believe it every single day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because we have to choose that every day. Um, and so I think it's not necessarily always in the things that I do, but my worth can be found in... What do people think of me? Yeah. What's that guy think of me? Mm -hmm. Um, What are my grades looking like this week? Yeah. And so I think that's a big struggle. It's just an (laughs) overall general, you know, just where is it today? Yeah. Um, And that's a struggle. And that's something that's a big, big thing that I've always been working through.
0: I feel like I get my worth really caught up in less of, like, the day-to-day and, like, the little things. Because, like, on the daily, I can, like, be like, yeah, no, today, like, my worth is on the Lord. Oh, one thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. But where I get really caught up, which is probably worse, is in these, like, overarching yeah. ideas that, like, how people view me as, like, an accomplisher of, like, people like be- me being like, oh my gosh, I'm getting this like dream internship and it's like, of course Taylor Cordy is and it's like this idea of like not living up to the expectation that I've created and made oh, yeah. everyone have yeah. of me. Oh yeah. Yes. And it's like I do find the worth like and even like with this like podcast, like it's like this cons. it's like honestly probably the worst thing that a three could do because every <laughs> week I literally get a numerical scale of how I did that mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. And like if what I said had value, if what I said resonated <sighs> with people, if what I said meant something, if they felt like sharing it with a friend. Oh, they didn't post about it on their Instagram story. Okay, I guess they didn't like it that much. Like I constantly am able to gauge So that's where this can get really unhealthy. But it's kind of like I like love it because it's like a workshop of that every day. But for me as a three in finding like, of course, the right answer is I find my worth in the Lord. But like genuinely, it's like, okay. But if like none of these things that were I use as a metric existed, would I be content? Mm. I don't think so. Yeah. And it's like, is that healthy? Probably not. But also it's like I will speak for threes and say it's like, but it's okay to want to achieve things. Right. Absolutely. It's just this complex yeah. idea of like worth. Yes. yes. But do you feel less worthy if you fail? Yes. Mm. I do. I yes. do. Yeah, no
3: doubt.
2: Because I feel like yeah. I'm letting people down. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, letting down the image that people have
2: mm-hmm. of yeah. you. Yes. yes. And like one big thing for threes that people really just misconceive a lot of the times is that the expectations that we have for ourselves are placed on others. And that's just absolutely not true. At least for me. Mm-hmm. Like I have this ideal in my mind of what I should be, but I do not expect other people to be that. No.
0: Which- and I... <laughs> Honestly, to a default, I don't want other people. Yeah, through. right. Because I was like, going to totally say that. I can't. I mean, I'm not yeah. Special. yeah it, I'm right. not special for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. like, oh you gotta be on your see on your test. Sorry, sorry, sweetie.
2: But I mean, it's like, why do I hold myself to that standard if I don't hold <laughs> other people? Anyone else? Yes. Right. That? Yeah. For so, sure.
0: Yeah. There's that. You fear that you are nothing if you don't achieve if the achievements go away
3: yeah yeah I think it kind of for me goes back to like the social status Mm -hmm. like that's my biggest achievement like what I'd strive after the most so like I just think about like maybe going to online school or like walking like you were saying like walking in Ben Brown and like no one saying hi to me there is that defeating feeling of like oh my gosh nobody knows my name oh my gosh what does that mean for my identity? Like, who am I if no one knows me type thing. And it's not even like, achievements in regards to like a career or, you know, that kind of stuff. It's just like the social thing. And I do think that it plays a lot into um, my worth, like you were saying, and what I think of myself, which is obviously unhealthy, but just being honest.
2: Yeah, I think um, for me, it's like, did I work hard enough? Like, working hard is just something at my core, like, comes from my grandfather to my parents to me like I've just always been taught like you do your best at everything and when I fail it's like oh I could have done better Uh Mm -hmm. and so it's that constant like what could I have done better in order to succeed? And I'd beat myself up for it. But, I mean, there's simply something that I've had to learn in college. Um, it's not high school grades anymore. No.
0: Um, Ugh, it's okay
2: that. to not get an A. No. Um, <laughs> no it's not. Right. right. <laughs>
3: I'm just kidding. You're doing great. You're
2: doing great. <laughs> Thanks. Um, but it's like I can work hard and still not – meet that maybe that perfect A grade, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Yeah. I'm not no. less of a person no. because of it.
0: Mm-hmm. And so. it's so easy when we're saying it, You're like, I'm not less of a person. Of course you're not less of a right. person. But, but it feels like, but it feels <laughs> yeah. like it. Oh gosh, Can I tell the story really yeah. fast? Okay,
3: so I took my first, like, in-person Spanish quiz um, <laughs> a little while ago. and Because I've been all online, essentially. <laughs> and so I took a vocab quiz, and I – Thought I studied effectively and I studied for a really long time, guys. Like, I put off, like, hanging out with my friends. I was just sad. Anyways, I get into class and, like, he puts the paper in front of me and I just, like, freak out. And I forget everything, of course. I get the worst test anxiety ever. And then, guys, he turns around and gives it to the girl <laughs> behind me to grade it. So she oh, sees no. my bad grade, too. And then... So I turn around and I'm like, um, how bad is it? And she shows me I made a 40. (laughs) So it's like, not only did I like waste time, I failed and I failed hard. And she saw me fail. And then she, oh, bless her. She literally said, if you're listening, Amelia, I love you. She said you'll come back from this. And I was like, I will not. I will, I will never recover. I will not come back from this. Anyways, I just realized, like, I literally was like, okay, Lord, like, you're you're humbling me because, you, like, I need to recognize that this does not make me any less of a person because I made a 40. Oh, my gosh.
2: Hey, we've all been there, girl. So yeah. We've all been there.
3: And then I sobbed in Ben Brown and it was so embarrassing. I cried in
0: class. Anyways. <laughs> So, would you guys say that you're able to separate failure from your self worth?
3: No, <laughs> no. <You> like <laughs> I was gonna say yes. I think I like am able to acknowledge yes, like you said. Like there's a difference in acknowledging and like knowing the truth versus believing it. And it's kind of like a head to the heart type thing for me. Like I can combat like lies with the truth and be like, okay, Lord, like I recognize that. Yeah, I made a 40 on my quiz, but I also recognize that, like, I'm yours, I'm your daughter, Mm -hmm. and a 40 on a quiz doesn't take that away from me. Nothing can take that away from me, but I think at the end of the day, like, I still go to bed thinking, like, oh, my gosh, like, Mm -hmm. I made a 40 on a quiz, or, oh, my gosh, like, that person didn't ask me to hang out, or, oh, my gosh, he'll never like me back. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. That kind of stuff, so...
2: Yeah, I think it's taken a long time for me to be able to separate my mm-hmm. self worth from my failures. Um, because if you knew me in high school, <laughs> I definitely could not separate the two. Um, but now it's it's kind of come to a point. Like I remember being a freshman in college and applying for all these different positions. Uh, oh, the worst, oh, <laughs> yeah, the worst, worst. <laughs> the <laughs> literal worst. Really, yeah. Yeah, everyone has <laughs> me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Check. Yeah, literally. Well, in high school, like, I was just very involved, like, mm-hmm. president of a lot of yes. different things, yeah. like, team captains yeah. kind of thing. Sorry so, again, this is literally my pride talking right here, like, walking to college thinking, like, oh, yeah, I, I can totally get a position on this. Yeah, no, I was definitely very humbled, <laughs> Um, did not get that, and that was kind of a wake-up call for me. It's like, yeah. oh, okay. All right. Um, I'm going to have to really evaluate, like, who am I if I don't have all these positions? Yes, Yeah. Um, do I still contribute? Uh-huh. And again, that's where I would to be like, absolutely. My, my worth is not tied up in yeah. being the it girl uh-huh. at Sanford. Yeah. And doing all these things.
0: You're literally me copy-paste. Yeah. No difference. <laughs> literally me a year before you. It, it was just like, I came into Sanford so prideful and like the lord was just like oh i'm about to have it a- yeah oh my God. <laughs> <friends> <laughs> you with you. who's gonna she tell her who is gonna tell her and so, but yeah it was like a, literally a workshop of humility but it was like crash course it was yes. like okay she's been prideful since the womb and now we're gonna teach her humility in four months okay let's go yep and it was like no <laughs> And so, like, now I feel like I'm in, like, I definitely have not, like, arrived at humility. Mm -hmm. I don't think we ever will. Right. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's my excuse. But, like, I'm definitely much closer. Like, if Mm -hmm. uh, there's a scale of, like, humility and prideful, I was all the way to the prideful, and I'm working my way. I'm working my way Mm -hmm. towards the humility. I've made some strides. And so, definitely very difficult. Okay. So the next question here is where does your true value come from? Obviously, everyone in your like my relationship Jesus. with the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. not super. I don't, we we that's not helpful. That, but, yeah, we know that. Like, yeah. aside from that, it's just like, where do you find value in something like that isn't an accomplishment?
1: I think it. You know, Emma Jo, you've mentioned this a lot of like seeing social status as an accomplishment. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah. So it would be my social life. Yeah, is really where I've noticed. That that is my main... Mm-hmm. My number row uno
0: <laughs> She's in Spanish. Like, <laughs> two, like.
1: I also, like Joe was online. For <laughs> <laughs> Do not hold me accountable. Okay. Uh, sorry, Dr. Workman, if you're listening to this. No! Uh, I have him! I, I need him. <laughs> Mom said you switched quizzes. I was like, she has Workman? Yeah. Um, but yes, I think my social life and my social accomplishments and how I'm viewed by everyone else mm-hmm. like I get really kind of like oh, like she doesn't like me like sometimes I can totally roll it off my back like if it's someone that I don't super vibe with and they don't like me I'm like whatever but if I genuinely am like they don't really like like I really like that person I really want them to like me uh-huh. or if too. she has like a high social status and she doesn't like you you know mm-hmm. what yeah, I mean? you like, don't even really like them that much yeah, yeah I'm, I'm yeah, still yeah. like well, I mean, I don't really like you, but you should still like me. Uh-huh. Like, whether I like you or not, you're still supposed That's, to like that me. Is yeah. not, should, that should not be a contender. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I definitely think I can struggle with finding my worth and mm-hmm. what other people think about me or saying behind my back. Absolutely. Or this or that. Or, like, my favorite compliment is, like, oh, so-and-so told me about you, and they just told me you're great. Oh, uh-huh. my God.
0: When, when <laughs> people tell me. That they're like, oh, it's just talking about you. Like, literally, I could be like asleep or like literally unconscious. <laughs> and I'm like, What'd you say? Me. Who's Your talking about me? me. <laughs> Little me. Little <laughs> me. Oh, they're talking about me. Literally, like actual music to my ears. It could be good or bad. Like uh-huh. I don't care. Yeah, talk yeah. about me. I want talk you to talk about it. I want yeah. you too.
3: Yeah. It's like I
0: heard it. it's like Taylor, I'm so sorry, I heard these people talking about you. And I go, Oh thank God. Like at least I'm relevant. <laughs> at least I'm, I'm relevant. <laughs>
2: stop and I, that's where
0: we're different yeah,
2: yeah. i hate when people talk about me behind my back i cannot Even stand good? it okay good's fine you okay. can sing my praises okay. behind my back
1: no doubt but like i, I do can, every day i really do oh, God. Aww, guys aww, honey. Really i think <laughs> you, i think is one of the sweetest people i've ever, read oh! ever.
0: Oh, Affirmation, cry, what are I like
2: yes we're different that way. I don't like when people talk bad about me behind my back. I get very stressed out. And then I do what you're talking about. I'm like, okay, even though you don't like me right now, I'm going to make you like me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, it's it's like almost a goal for
1: me.
3: Uh-huh. It's like,
2: yes. you're going to like me. And
3: that's where the chameleon things come from. Yeah. Because then I'll, like, observe them to, like, mm-hmm. see what they might like. Mm-hmm. and like, you know what I mean? In yep. subtle ways. That sounds really creepy, but I'm just, so like... so
0: manipulative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but...
3: but. <laughs> Unintentionally, yeah. Dude, it comes from a good place. It does. Yeah. It does. I just yeah. want to be liked. There <laughs> is nothing. like,
1: y'all. I just watched this TV show when I was quarantined, and it was about this entire con program. And this girl like makes guys fall in love with her, and she yes. Oh my gosh, imposters! Like, yes, yes. And she studies them to be yeah. like what? And she literally tells them this later. She's like, I wanted to know exactly. What you needed, and I would become that. Mm-hmm. She's, oh a She's, yeah. She's a three. She's a three. I'm total <laughs> <for sure>.
3: total <laughs> three.
0: She made a lot of money from it. So yeah. <laughs> Should
3: we? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
0: Should <laughs> we? I mean, I have hope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. To bring it all down to the question of the hour. I'm ready. <laughs> Who are you without the accomplishments?
1: Hmm. Winnie Falk, you know, and this is, this goes back to like the real answer of everything mm-hmm. that I don't believe every day, but I have to remind myself mm-hmm. of it every day, even when I don't feel it. Um, I'm Winnie Falk and I'm a child of God. Mm-hmm. That is my identity and that is who I am at the end of the day. That is all that matters. Do I struggle with finding my worth in every single place but the Lord? Mm-hmm. Do I define myself by everything around me but the Lord? Totally. But at the end of the day, I think the most important thing is that we can still identify mm. what the truth is. Right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Amen to that. First of all, um, and again, like the easy answer would be child of God, mm-hmm. and that is the correct answer. Like we are all children of God, but like when he said, it's still a constant, everyday struggle where I'm, I'm finding my worth and the things that I'm doing. But again, that's the pride to even say that I'm the one doing it Mm
1: -hmm. because if I'm a
2: child of God, that means I've been given these things by him. They're not even my own. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing. It's like, who am I to even be prideful about these things? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's where I just have to constantly check myself and be like, no, that, that was a gift from God. And I need to use that gift, not to check it off my checklist But to glorify him and Mm -hmm. through my successes, I'm showing other people Christ. Mm -hmm. So that's
3: good. Love that. I would definitely say, like, this might be kind of a different answer than what you were going for, but I would just say passionate. Like, I think Mm -hmm. a lot of times I allow, like, what an accomplishment could hold come above what I'm truly passionate about at my core. And I think, like, without the accomplishments, like, I love and I love hard. And, Mm Um, fall in love with things and yeah. I think that a lot of times I'm like oh my gosh I have to do this but I love that but I'm not going to do that so I don't know I think I would um, like without my accomplishments and um, all that kind of stuff to cover up um, my heart that passionate is what mm-hmm. came to mine yeah
0: so. I'm just like sitting here and I'm trying to imagine like what my life would potentially look mm-hmm. like if a leadership position didn't exist mm-hmm. yeah like, or would you there... still be
3: doing the same things is what I think, no. like,
0: mm. if no, you didn't have like, a title, would you? Like, if there were no titles. No resumes. There were no mm. resumes. There were no LinkedIn profiles. <laughs> there were no, like, socials, like, oh, she's a part of this group, this thing. What would I actually be, like, no. what parts of my life would I purge and what parts of my life mm-hmm. would I keep? Mm. Yeah. And it's, like. Am I really going to deny hanging out with my friends on a Wednesday night so I can impress a professor that I'm not going to, like, see? Like, Mm -hmm. If you seriously sit there and reflect and it's just, like, where am I investing my time and am I investing it properly? Because, like, once again, like, the positions, all that stuff, like, it goes away
3: Mm. and it
0: fades. And once again, like, once you get it, it's not that great. Right. And so it's, like, it's so cool thinking about doing (laughs) it. (laughs) doing an audit on like what actually matters yes Yes. because what like we like the accomplishments but what purpose do they serve right besides boosting our own egos Mm -hmm. i talked about this in bible study the other day but um
3: our leader asked us like what if you only did things for the glory of god like Mm -hmm. that was it what would you have left i just feel like that has the same energy like Mm -hmm. it had me sitting there like oh my goodness, what would be left if I literally only did things for the glory of God? If I literally only did things because I was passionate about them, Uh like what would I have standing? Yeah. Not much, which Mm -hmm. is sad. It's so sad to think about because like you said, like those things don't last. Like Mm -hmm. no one's going to remember like, oh my gosh, Emma was sisterhood chair. Like that was so cool. Awesome. (laughs) Cool. Like that just doesn't matter. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. But like, I don't know. Yeah, it's just crazy to think about and reflect on and be like honest with yourself of like, mm-hmm. okay, like who would I be? You know, what would I what would I do?
2: I had um, my youth director kind of go through this step by step with me. Shout out to Adam Koffick. Um,
3: <laughs> but I remember
2: he asked me, he's like, Okay, Kenzie, like what 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 is next in your know, life? This is before I went to college. I'm like, okay, well, next up, you know, I'm gonna go to college. He's like, okay. And after that, what are you gonna do? Like, okay, well, I'm gonna get my degree and go to graduate school. Okay, after that, what are you gonna get? What are you gonna do? Uh PT school, you know, become a PT. Okay, after that, you know, maybe have a family, whatever. He kept going, and kept going, and kept going. And he was like, and why are you gonna do all that? Mm-hmm. And I remember just sitting there and like I'd gotten to the end of, you know, my 74 year plan, <laughs> like you were talking about <laughs> earlier. Mm-hmm. And I just remember sitting there and I got so upset and I was like, you know what, like, I just planned out all this, but I can't even really tell you why. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm, I'm passionate about these things. But again, like, it's this eternal checklist. And yeah. it's like, okay, no. And then I really started thinking about, okay, why do I want to be a PT? Why do I want these things? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I think the Lord's been really gracious to kind of, like, really affirm that calling for me. Like, I want to be a PT. My mom's a PT. So again, seeing her. We love Tiff. We love Tiff. She's great. (laughs) Um, But because I get a glimpse of, you know, the restoration that's going to happen when Jesus returns and everybody's healed. Yeah, that's Um, cool. And getting to build these relationships with my patients and share Christ with them through healing them. Mm -hmm. Because that's what Jesus is doing with me continuously every single day. So it's like asking yourself the whys of what you're doing. I mm-hmm. think is very crucial for the three.
0: Yeah, so. that was awesome.
1: And I think it comes down, you know, the ultimate why of, you know, it's, it's to the glory of God, like y'all were just talking about. And I was, I was in the library one day, and Jeb Jones, if i want me to go to Stanford, it was in there, and I was just having this, like, crisis. I was about to go to the career development center. I was like, I have no idea what I want to do with my life. <laughs> and he was like, what do you know you want to do with your life? Like, glorify the Lord. We're in the middle of the library. I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> 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 but that really sunk in, and that's, there's so much peace in the mm-hmm. unknown from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So much peace in the fact that it's like, no matter what I do, no matter what great job I'm I like, end up uh-huh. in, the ultimate goal is to glorify the Lord. Like, we mm-hmm. know. We know. Like, we know our goal. We know our plan. And yes, we may not know the ins and outs, but we know the ultimate goal. Um And that's really easy to lose sight of. Yeah. And so I feel like when I'm really in those moments, like that's a very peaceful reminder for me to kind of take me down from my, you know, quarter life crisis at 21 that I have in my dorm room (laughs) (laughs) every week. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, In relation to that, I feel like, like you were saying earlier, when you like, I feel like I have to pick the right job, like the dream job and just get there and check it off. And then sometimes I feel like the Lord is just like, Hey, I'm a Joe why don't you just pick something and glorify me in it and that's Mm -hmm. fine and that's good Mm -hmm. enough like you don't have to you know do the thing and I'm not going to be disappointed in you if you don't have a thing like literally just say yes to me again and again and again and again and whatever you do as long as you love it and you're glorifying me like that's enough and I was like yeah good point god (laughs) good (laughs) point (laughs) you're right (laughs) yeah Yeah. well I just want to affirm
2: you know, like give a little shout out to Taylor here for a second. As a three, you know, we're talking about using our gifts and successes to glorify God. She uses her ability to speak, speak such truth on this podcast. Seriously. And I know like even me being on this podcast as a three, I'm having to fight the temptation in my head of being like, okay, I want everybody to see me as this Wise, perfect little Christian girl with the good advice. And again, that's something that I have to fight. But you do such a good job of modeling vulnerability mm. and using the sense. gifts that God has given you to share your successes and your struggles with other people. You so nice
1: to me. i to throw that Real out vulnerability, guys. We're, we're not talking the fake stuff that we <laughs> right. like to. You know, we pretty vulnerability. Pretty vulnerability. <laughs> pretty vulnerability. <laughs> I'm, I'm really gonna go use that. that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah, I feel like no one's gonna trust us again. We're gonna tell them something. I know. Yeah, but are you really struggling with like that? Is that Is vulnerability? <laughs> sometimes maybe I'm I gonna need be someone out. to do that though. But sometimes <laughs> sometimes hey. be like, I just shared my heart with you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm like, big, give me something more. <laughs> like, I have Not nothing. Enough. Enough. <laughs> Not, Not enough.
2: Not enough.
1: I'm a failure <laughs> in vulnerability. <laughs> oh my god. Oh no.
0: how how my god. Well, guys. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast and sharing your hearts and talking about literally all the things. We went through a ringer of topics in this huge outline, and so I'm really thankful for all of you. I'm thankful for how you shared. If you guys want to plug yourselves, oh so people know where to find you. Yeah, my name's
1: Winnie. My Instagram is all I do is Winnie with three E's. All I do is Winnie with Winnie was taken and two E's was awkward, so three E's. We love <laughs> Bye, guys.
2: It was so great to get to talk to y'all. My Instagram is at Mackenzie Higg.
3: Okay, guys. Thank you so much for listening. (laughs) We are the utmost thankful. Um, But my Instagram is Emma Jo Robertson. And it's J-O, not J-O-E, but yeah.
0: Literally, like, everyone's, like, doing, like, their most, like, amazing sign-off. They're like, I just need to, like, leave the people with what they want. Leave them wanting more. Leave them wanting more. They'll be tagged on the Instagram. Don't forget to go down below, leave a review, five stars, if you loved this episode. And if you loved these girls, please, please, please (laughs) go down below and leave a review. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at She's Going Places Podcast. We post things on there, like, really fun polls, different episode content. You'll get to see these girls' gorgeous faces. Um, and we'll see you guys next week. Okay, bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the She's Going Places podcast. It seriously means the world anytime any of you download these episodes. If you haven't ever gotten a chance to, make sure you go down below and subscribe. And if you've been loving this podcast or this is your first podcast and you feel so inclined, it would mean the absolute world to me if you went down below and left us a review, five stars, the whole thing. I love to read your reviews. It's seriously, it's such a game changer for us on Apple Podcasts, but it also just makes my day, genuinely. So thank you to someone, everyone, who's actually left a review so far. Um, Make sure you're going down and following us at at She's Going Places Podcast on Instagram. We have so much fun and amazing content for you to go see. We post polls for episodes, we do Q&As, I vlog, I post TikToks and reels and super fun pictures. And so I would love for you to go join me over there. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have an amazing week. I love you guys. And let's go places together.